Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Pure Nintendo Podcast. This is your weekly dose of all things Nintendo. My name is Gemma, and joining me this week, I have my good friend, I have Kirk. Welcome back, Kirk. Hello. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. That's awesome. And it's just the two of us this week. This is our, I guess, Christmas episode, because it's Christmas. When this episode launches, it'll actually be Christmas Day. So if you're celebrating, Merry Christmas. Uh, I don't know why you're listening to us on Christmas Day, but if so, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Because they want to find out where to spend their uh, Nintendo eShop gift cards that they all receive. Of course. And that we can help you there because we've been through, there's a a huge amount of sales. Uh, Obviously, this time of year, it's like, it really competes with Thanksgiving, I think. Nintendo has sort of issued a huge list of discounts on the eShop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've picked out a few that we think are pretty cool, so we'll go through those. Um, we've got some other games that we've been playing and some news uh, slash rumors. <laughs> and then we'll talk about some games coming out in January that we're looking forward to. But, yes, those sales, uh, I mean, did you go through the whole list? Because it is a long list. I scrolled through. I'm like, wow. And it just kept going. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Yeah. because it it looked like Nintendo was just going to have some, but then suddenly you bounce down and we're looking at entire publishers um, and all the games Mm. that specific uh, publishers have out. And yeah, it it, it went on and on and on. And some of them were really nice sales. Some of them are very good sales. And Capcom's in there, Warner Brothers. There's a lot of really, really... Square Enix. Yes, Square Enix. NIS America. Yep. Yep. Very, very cool stuff. So there's bound to be something for everyone. We picked out a few that are either hugely discounted or games that we really like and think you should get. But uh, what the first one that caught my eye was Mutant Muds Collection because this is a – have you played any of the Mutant Muds games? I have at not. All? They're like nope. uh, platformers generally. I think this one comes with a puzzle game and two platformers. There's three games in this collection. Um, they're really fun. It's They've been around quite a few years. I think I played them on the DS or 3DS. I can't remember which one now. They kind of merge in my mind, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, yeah, but it, the sale is 90% off. So it's $1.99 currently for this Mutant Muds collection, which has, like I said, three games in one. And I love supporting this developer because um, they're pretty active online on, on social media and they love Nintendo as well. So if you're looking for some platforming action uh, over the holidays, I can highly recommend Mutant Muds. It's, yeah, very, very fun, intuitive and it's got a lot of, like, I think I mentioned this when we talked about Mario Wonder, because you know in Mario Wonder how they have some of, you go back into the background or for, you come forward into the foreground sometimes in levels? Yep. Remember that? Yeah. The first time I ever noticed that in a platformer was in a Mutant Muds game. So, yeah, I think that was ahead of its time kind of thing. I don't know if, if Mario got it from that or not, but, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. And Mario put its own spin on it, which is very cool as well. Lovely. Um, but yeah, Mutant Muds does, does stuff like that. It's like it's you, I think you have a gun, so it's more, it's also a shooter slash platformer. So you're shooting little enemies uh, along the way. But yeah, definitely can check that out. But one I was, <clears throat> excuse me, very excited to see on the list was one of my game of the year titles, well, indie titles at least from last year, 2022, which is called What Lies in the Multiverse. Do you remember me talking about this one at all? Or have you played I, this one? I do. I do. Mm. Yeah, it took me by surprise. I really enjoyed this game. Again, it's uh, it's a platformer, but it's very quirky. It's got a oh, yeah, pretty wicked sense of humor. I think it might even be uh, M-rated or at least for teenagers. It's not necessarily one for younger audiences. There's a bit of swearing and stuff like that. But it's certainly fun and it's certainly interesting. And you, you do travel through the multiverse, but it is such a fun way. It's not like... 
um, the typical DC or Marvel multiverse situation. <laughs> this is a spin on that that's very, very interesting. A little kid essentially discovers a way to travel the multiverse and gets in trouble for it. And there's this um, kind of enigmatic person who reminds me a lot of like Willy Wonka style person or Dr. Zeus kind of uh, cat in the hat type of situation. I don't know. But he just reminds me probably because he has this giant top hat. But he's, I don't know, you, you kind of don't know whether he's a good guy or a bad guy to start with. And there's people chasing him. There's like this authority, a bit like the Loki series has that TVA authority that kind of, you know, I don't know if you've watched that show, but they they monitor the timeline and make sure people aren't doing crazy things in the multiverse. There's a situation like that where there's this police type of people chasing uh, the the boy who joins this Willy Wonka type of person. Anyway, long story short, it is $1.99 right now, which is 86% off. And I can highly recommend picking that up for $1.99. It's a steal. So it's, you know, very involved game, lots to do there. You could do worse. You could definitely do worse than picking that up if you haven't already. So go check out What Lies in the Multiverse. $2. $2, Kirk. That's nothing, yeah. is it? It's like, it's a steal. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I'm like, two bucks? Are you serious? That's just yeah, amazing. Two bucks is yeah. nothing. You get it. You get it for no reason. Even if you don't plan on playing it, get it when mm. it's $2. You never know when you're going to have lag. Yeah, and, uh, yeah exactly. You got a game ready to go. <laughs> exactly. So those two are very, very cheap. Um, the next one is one that you've recommended, and I know you've been watching this one for a while. What's yes. that one? Yeah, and this one is not two dollars no <laughs> the sale is not significant it's sea of stars um you know the mm-hmm. indie game of the year right mm-hmm. um and i've been following it because i've been meaning to buy it I, I am definitely going to once i see uh you know come christmas morning if i got any eShop gift cards this is where they're going i was hoping for a sale it's only 10 percent off though um mm-hmm. so it's it's down from 35 dollars to 31.49 um but a sale nonetheless so, you know, I'll, I'll save a few bucks and within a couple of days, or I guess yesterday, if this is going live on <laughs> Christmas Day, then uh, um, then I'll be ready to go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that is tempting. And yeah, it is only 10%, but still, it's better than nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I have to say, the one I was watching for was Fay Farm. You know, the one that I played a few weeks ago. Yeah. During the, yeah, and I got really into it. And it's not a cheap game. It's like... Uh, $80 in Australia. I think it's 60 in the US. Um, and I was really hoping that it would have even a tiny discount at this time of year, but no, it doesn't. So I'm a bit disappointed about that because even 10% off, I'd be, I'd probably jump on it. I don't really want to pay $80 to be honest, but I really want to play it again. This is what they do. It's like, they, they give you the free game trial. Uh, they, they get you hooked and then they jack up the price. So and that's a Simpsons reference that Trevor's not here to get. So. No, yeah. I, most of those are going to go right past me. So I'm sorry for that. I apologize <laughs> okay. now to, to you guys and all of our listeners and the creators of The Simpsons. <laughs> yes. But Sea of Stars, that, had, that one had a demo during the year, didn't it? And I think yes. we all tried that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was really lovely. So I hope you do get it. And I hope you can, you know, in a future episode, report back on how amazing it is and tell us what you think. <laughs> oh well, finally, and I do know that um, they are releasing DLC for it soon. So, oh, cool. um, you know, maybe now is a good time to get it. I don't know what that DLC will be or exactly when it's coming out, but they have announced it. So, hop on now. Um, otherwise, yeah. you'll it'll be out. The DLC will be out before you know what to do with it. Yeah, exactly. And they don't have a a release date or anything for that. Or I did, nope, I didn't see it in the press release I got. Yeah, so it must be sometime in the new year, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, and I'm assuming it's 
paid DLC? Do we know that much? I don't even know that. Hmm. Okay. The, 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 the press release was more promoting the massive sales that it got and then mm. kind of mentioned the DLC is on the way too. Okay. That's good. What sort of sales numbers? Did they give any kind of indication? Oh boy. I knew you'd ask that. I'd have to go back to the press release. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we'll, we'll skip ahead and I'll pull that up and then I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll circle us back to, uh, to that news. Yeah, no worries. Just out of interest. Um, I was trying to think of something else I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but the Suica game that I've talked about a few times recently has had impressive sales. I think they mentioned 5 million or something downloads or something like that because they said to celebrate, and they've done this before, so maybe it isn't to celebrate exactly, but they've released DLC for that too. And by DLC, I really just mean a theme. Um, but in the spirit of Christmas, it is a Christmas theme and it's free, obviously, so... Suica game has a Christmas theme update available now. If you're if you're a Suica, that's the watermelon game that we've <laughs> that we've been talking yep. about, and that is a super cheap game. I can't tell you if it's on sale or not. To be honest, I didn't look that one up. I didn't see it on the list, but it isn't expensive anyway. It's only I think three dollars or something in uh, the US, maybe four or five dollars in Australia. Um, but yeah, there, there was a Halloween. I didn't know this at the time because I didn't know it existed back then. But yeah, there was a Halloween theme at the time. So this is a limited time kind of theme it's just here for the holidays and then it will disappear no it's not on sale but it is 2.99 so it's pretty cheap anyway so yeah uh if you're looking for something christmasy <laughs> so a game could be for you um so the next one on our list and oh, i saw wait, this as well I found oh sorry of stars we're circling oh, okay. back <laughs> sure sounds good um, they they've announced that they've surpassed over four million players in less than four months Oh, wow. That's excellent. Yeah. That's now really that's good. across all the platforms where it's available. Um, and it looks like it's available free to subscribers of Xbox Game Pass, PC Game Pass, and PlayStation Plus Extra. So wow. I'm sure that helps. Um, you mm -hmm. know, they're rolling all those numbers in with their sales. But still, you know, for for an indie kind of retro RPG, um, that's outstanding for them. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that's really good. Awesome numbers there. And it's only been, yeah, a couple of months, hasn't it? I think, was mm -hmm. it August or something, September? Or something uh, like yes, August, August 28th it came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, definitely want to hear your thoughts uh, on the full game when you've had a chance to play it. I'm sure it's quite a long game, I'm assuming, based yeah. on the demo. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot to it. a few so. dozen hours at least. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Uh, the next one, I, I did see this one. I, I didn't add it. You did. So you may, you may want to talk about it, but I saw it for sure because I love this game. <laughs> yes. We've talked about how, um, what a great game it is. Um, mm -hmm. Lego City Undercover is available right now for only $5.99. Oh my gosh. Um, that is such a good price. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's And I may end up buying it again because this is one of the games that uh, Sophie took with her to college and ah, came back okay. without it. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? So, yeah, oh. and don't don't you know? It was the physical cartridge. We have the box. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we don't have the game. Um, so for five ninety nine, yeah, it's uh, I'll pick it up. Just you know, there, there are so you can play it so many times, and it's so fun. Oh, yeah, it's so engaging, mm -hmm. and it's even fun to just watch other people play it for it the is. first time. But now that they've rolled multiplayer into it, um, then you can you play it with people and have a mm -hmm. blast. My youngest has never played it, and I think it's time we got him started. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a very good excuse to get it, I would say, especially at yeah. that price. That's like, I mean, it's something huge percent off, like 80 or something percent, right? 80-something percent off, I think. Yeah, it's got to be know. at least. Huge, huge discount. 
Um, we cannot recommend this enough, listeners. If you haven't played Lego City Undercover, if you're a fan of, well, particularly Lego games, but you don't even have to be a fan of Lego games. What is it? You, it's like an, it's almost an open world um, drive. There's lots of driving. There's quests. There's levels as well. Like it has a story that you follow. Um, yeah. And it, as Kirk said, it's very funny. It's the humor is terrific. It's really well written. Yeah. Very, very it's, humorous. It's very smart. It's quotable. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. To this day, I will often still call my computer a computer because that's how <laughs> Frank Hun- that's what Frank Honey called it throughout the whole thing. Um, yes, but it's kind yes. of a Grand Theft Auto, right? It's like a, yeah. it's like Grand Theft Auto in the Lego universe. Yes, that is a good analogy, actually, or a good comparison. Absolutely, it is like that, just without all the you know <laughs> R-rated content. Yes. Um, the other thing I always say to my kids still, oh, what is it? I'm just resting my eyes. And my arms and my legs, you know, the, oh, yeah. police, <laughs> the police commissioner says. <laughs> yeah. And what was That's it uh, in the police that they're working out and the guy, um, the, I don't know who it was who said it, but he's like, I need everybody to give me 110% and <laughs> math lessons. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is that, it is that clever. It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the so writers many- are, but yeah, just one-liners throughout the whole thing just sort mm-hmm. of, of, of dropped in. And then bigger jokes, too. I mean, there are a lot mm-hmm. of big gags that pay off, like when he's jumping mm-hmm. down that uh, – uh, he takes that dive and he's plummeting through that it, – it's like a pipe, but it's this big thing going down, mm-hmm. and there are those mm-hmm. fans spinning. Oh, yeah, in the mining yeah. kind of level? Is it that yeah. yeah, yeah, and he has to, like, navigate past that fan, and he's like, why was that even there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. And I love that the hero, uh, Chase McCain, is he's he's not, you know, sometimes in these sort of games, they make the hero either too dumb or too smart or or too straight, you know, not funny. He's a really good balanced character. Like he, he is really smart is. and he's yeah. a good cop. Like he's a he's a good cop. He does his job well, but he's also funny and he has his flaws. It's a really well balanced character. I just love it. I, and we've said this before and I will say it again. I don't care. Why is it not a sequel to this or DLC for this? Because it really deserves it. <laughs> I can't believe they haven't done a sequel to this game. It's just so good. Yeah. 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 It, <laughs> it, it really needs one. And there's, I mean, because it plays on a lot of movie tropes throughout. We've got the prison mm-hmm. thing um, mm-hmm. where where we kind of have the Morgan Freeman style character narrating <laughs> it. But then we've also yeah. got the Italian mafia and and we've got the, the Kung Fu scenes. Um, mm-hmm. We go back to the 70s style Kung Fu action movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, it, it, every single like separate section that it hits, it completely nails. It does. And the other thing I'll say is it has a really good twist as well, which I won't say. But like the villain, you don't suspect who, do you know what I mean? You remember yes. that? Yeah. yeah. So it, it does pay off that way as well. Um, yeah. It's a really good. As you can tell, we love this game, listeners. If you haven't tried it, now is the time to get it for $6. Please pick it up. (laughs) Um, Let's move on because we could talk all day about this, obviously. What's the next game that we can recommend on sale? This is another game I played a few years ago now. Um, Let me pull it up real quickly to see when it came out. It came out in March of 2020. It's and it's a bit of a remake, I believe. It's called Langrisseer One and Two. It's two games rolled into one, published by Mm -hmm. um, NAS America, which I I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, It is on sale for nineteen ninety nine, and that is sixty percent off. This is it may have been an old PSP game. I think Um, Mm. it's like a Fire Emblem style game or an Advanced Wars. Um, 
yeah, it's cool. turn-based combat. You're on a grid. The, the combat takes place from above and you look down, move to certain areas and be able to attack. Um, at the time I played it, it filled a gap because there wasn't a lot of Fire Emblem content available. So I really got into it. Uh, the, the twist on this is you don't just move your person from block to block. When you move, you also have this group of people who come with you, like uh, four or five other people, depending on the type of unit that you have. So you're moving an entire unit. Um, you can move first and then move all the other unit people around you. But the closer the units are to the main person, the more uh, benefits they get to their attacks. So you want to be able to keep them close together so that they, they get these benefits. But at the same time, sometimes they have to reach out and kind of clear out paths. So there's a totally unique strategy to this game that separates it from all those other types cool. um, and very engaging uh, along those lines. Mm, certainly sounds like it. I mean, you had me at uh, Advanced Wars <laughs> slash Fire <Yeah>. Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is that does sound very cool. I'm surprised I haven't. I think I mean, I've definitely heard of it, but I haven't uh, played it on the Switch. So that's one to check out. Sixty percent off is certainly nothing to um, sneeze at, or whatever the saying is. But yeah, that's a that's a huge discount. So normally it's I can't it's look that up. Yeah, normally fifty. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's really cool. Awesome. Uh, so you obviously have this one already, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So just I, a recommendation. Yeah, and I haven't played it since then. Maybe I, I mm. should go back, but yeah, it's not something I'll buy because I do want it. And it's great in both handheld mode and um, docked. So mm-hmm. good game to yeah. take with you. Unlike, because especially since it, uh, like I said, I, I believe it came out for the PSP, it was designed to be used on a smaller screen. So the interface works just fine. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. And Grissel 1 and 2, two games in one as well, which is, yeah, even better. <laughs> better deal. Um, what's next on the list? Eurokill? What's yes, um, another NIS America game that I, I promise I'll be done with that. <laughs> um, but they make a lot of games. I, I really like that company or mm-hmm. uh, publish a lot of games. This mm-hmm. one was one of my top 10 games of 2022. Um, so I was happy to see it on sale for $19.99. It's 50% off, normally 40 called Yuru Kill, the Calumniation Games. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is kind of a shooter, but only in parts. It, um, it, it's it mainly separated into two separate sections. It's, it's kind of like based on, it's one of those kind of things where you're in a game show, but a deadly game show. We get a lot of these things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually out of Japan, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the, the premise is absolutely wonderful. You are paired off. Well, like everybody who's in it supposedly committed a crime and they're paired off with people against whom the crime was committed. And oh, okay. through these games and these puzzles you have to solve, you need to prove to that person that you're innocent. And if oh, wow. you do that, then you can win the competition. But if you don't, then that person could just kind of pull a trigger and have you executed. <laughs> Oh, wow, that um, does seem not intense. Not physically pull the trigger, but, you know, say, okay, well, we're done with this. So it's got this really great premise with these really complex relationships that are being built between the contestants who all want to live, obviously, and the people mm-hmm. that they're working with who um, kind of, well, it depends on the group. There are a lot of different groups. You're, you're mainly one person throughout the whole thing, and the, uh, the other groups are kind of happening on the peripheral. But then it becomes a shooter and it's sort of a metaphor like 
the the shooters like you have to bust through their psyche to get them to understand you. Right. Um, so it's this absolutely bonkers game with with a great story, and the balance between these two elements is really good. There are there are a lot of puzzles to solve, even during the shooter elements. There are points where it stops and asks you a question, and you have to get that question right. Otherwise, you you take a lot of damage, and if you take too much damage, um, you know, during the the psyche battles, then you lose. Wow, that is such a an interesting premise. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this was this was one of those games where we got it, and I normally don't play these kind of shooters, so it sat in a review queue for a while, and I eventually mm-hmm. picked it up. So glad I did. Just love the whole thing. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It does sound very Japanese, also. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. Much so. Wow. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Um, so, the people that you're with, do they? I assume they don't know whether you're guilty or not because you can convince them that you're not, right? They, at the beginning, almost all of them, I believe, are convinced that you're guilty. Okay. But you actually um, are guilty. Is that right? This, the, the, the main character is not. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so they, they'll not, say yeah. that. That's not a spoiler. That's, that's given away. Um, mm-hmm. But all the evidence stands against him. Right. So, okay. And I, I believe he, he may have been, like all these people, I think, actually were pulled out of prison to participate in this event. And right. then of course, as you're going along, you're, you're finding out why is this even here? Who's controlling this? What's the point? Yeah. So yes. th- there's a whole like corporate thing above the story of these individual characters that, that comes into play too. Interesting. Would yeah. you think this is a better way to resolve these kinds of things than our current court systems? <laughs> <laughs> well, if people are watching it on TV, it would certainly be more interesting. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I, w- I would hate to think that someone's guilty or guilt or innocence um, doesn't come down to their uh, ability to uh, play Twitch games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, good point. How long is this game generally in hours, do you think? Uh, maybe about 20 to 30 again. I'm going okay. off a, a memory from, uh, what what I say, four years ago now about. Mm. That's um, oh, no, this one yeah. was 2022. No, this was just a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a year ago, okay. um, but yeah, it's so it's it it gives you enough to justify the price. Obviously, you're going to get mm. your bang for your buck, um, but yeah. it's not a game that's going to you know take 60, 80 hours to get through. Yeah, no, and it's fifty percent off right now, so it's uh, nineteen ninety nine, which is a good yeah good deal, I'd say for that, especially for that amount of content and just for the experience. It sounds, I mean, I'm tempted, honestly. It just sounds like a fun and game. <laughs> the visuals are great. It's very colorful, you know, in, in the, both in the combat and in this little world that you're exploring and solving puzzles. Mm. Um, so there's, there's an awful lot to look at as you go through. Yeah. And I like shooters. The shooter element actually intrigues me because I like shooters. <laughs> so that actually stands out. Very cool. Yeah. That's oh, an awesome. Rec- yeah. The shooter element is not terribly difficult, right? I I guess that makes sense because you can't re- if you you can't rely on that to prove your innocence, right? <laughs> yeah, be- yeah. It's not like like most shooters. The whole point is to be able to survive and memorize patterns and mm-hmm. stuff. To you know, th- this one it's challenging, but they want you to be able to get through and experience the story as well. So yeah, if you like yeah. shooters but find them too difficult, that's another reason to pick up this one because you could work your way through. Mm. I could, they- so yeah. anyone can. They can be difficult. That is true. She just can be very difficult. Um, sometimes too difficult, but that's okay. That sounds like a good balance. I like that. There's a lot of other discounts, honestly. Things like even recent games like Batman Arkham Trilogy is 30% off. I think mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption is something like that percent off. 
the Great um, Ace Attorney Chronicles. Yes, it is sixty yes. percent off. Prep right. on that before the new the new collection comes out. Mm-hmm, exactly, and there's you know there's things like Mega Man. I believe there's a bunch of them. Um, Nintendo Switch Sports. So there's uh, some first party titles, and they only ever get to like thirty or thirty three percent off. But I mean, it's still it's decent, right? It's a good discount. Um, you know, like Bowser's Fury, Mario Maker Two, that sort of thing. They're all thirty three percent off. Um, so we definitely encourage listeners to check out the full list. It's yeah. on, uh, is it on Nintendo's website? It must be. Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, so, you can do it right in the slider. You can click through to it. And and hurry, yeah. too, because some of these sales aren't lasting long. Some of them shut down as early as the 26th. Some right. carry over to the new year. So you don't oh, have a lot okay. of time. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't realize that. Some, yeah, some do go until January, uh, like Batman is the fourth, for example. I just happen to be looking at that one right, right now. Uh, some of the first or second, I think. So, yeah, there's there's varying dates <laughs> that they end. So definitely jump on um, post-Christmas, like Christmas week. And we'd love to know. I might put the link on, on the in the YouTube description, actually, to make it easy for people. But let us know also which games you're picking up on sale because there are so many. And we'd love to know your finds. You might have found a real gem that we haven't played or heard of. So, yeah, let us know for sure um, what's going on. Uh, any other sales-related information before we move on to other things? I don't think so. Just go check cool. them out. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. That was a good wrap-up. So games we're playing at the moment, and I think we're. it's a bit of a – is it a downtime? It's like holiday season, so that means we're playing probably more games, but maybe fewer review games. I don't know what the balance is like <laughs> but last week we did talk about a demo that just came out which is another code recollection and i think we both had a chance to play the demo or at least part of the demo so did you want to start or do you want me to start how did you find the demo so far well Maybe? i i can start because i don't think it got as far as you did um yeah i, I didn't i i know they announced this in in one of the the nintendo directs was it an indie direct or an actual nintendo direct I um, don't and, remember. I thought it was an indie direct, but I could okay. be wrong about that. I don't know if it's actually an indie title, to be honest. But, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but the that was pretty much my entire impression of it. So mm-hmm. I wasn't fully sure of what I was getting into when I started mm-hmm. to download it or when I downloaded it and started to play it. Um, it was a little bit shocking at first, like, like without, I mean, I, I, can we say what happens in it? If it happens within the first 10 seconds, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we get, we get to the death of two parents straight off the bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which like that's, that's more harsh than even Disney. They, Disney will kill yeah. one parent in the first five <laughs> minutes of every movie that they make. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, we, yeah, there were two, but it wasn't the same parents. And, and mm-hmm. so we're, we're getting a bit of a split after that. There's an awful lot of talking and an awful lot of mm-hmm. setup and it kind of like gets you into it, but it's, it's obviously going to be a very heavily story based game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was some exploration. I guess I just had one puzzle so far at the bridge that that's oh, yeah. pretty much the only thing where I had to make a choice was finding something, a way to get past the bridge, which was very easy because yes. what, what you needed was immediately to your left. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the start, I find it kind of compelling because you know there's a little bit going on here um, more than than just a person trying to come to terms with with her parents. Although we find out also very quickly that her dad 
actually is is still alive, but I don't, she wasn't the one whose parents were killed, right? Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's the mystery, I think. I'm not sure because, yeah, it does seem as though she's thought her father was dead for the last 10 or 11 years. So mm-hmm. the the main character, her name, I think it's Ashley. Is that right? Yes. She's um, 13 or 14 or just about to turn 14. And her dad left her when she was three. And you find this out just after where you are. Um, so it's not necessarily a spoiler, but she's living with her auntie. Um, and basically she hears from her dad after all this time, thinking he's been dead. And now she's on a, on a trip to this random mysterious island to find like, him. What, Blood Edward Island? Yeah. Bloody Edward <laughs> yes, Island. yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the kind of place you want a vacation to based on uh, based on the name. Mm, no. <laughs> they do they do explain the name um, on her trip to the island. So she's on this okay. little boat with this, with this uh, captain of the boat. Uh, there's a bit of a chatting session there. So, yeah, you're right. There is a lot of story elements to it. Like it's very story-based. Um, text-based as well, but there, there are those interactive elements, like you mentioned, the bridge. I've been through a couple of similar ones that they are a little more challenging. It's not really the right word, but like In, they are, involved. Involved, yes, they are more involved, uh, which is cool because you don't want to just. Have, I think that bridge one is, is maybe an example of how to like. It was almost like a tutorial, wasn't it? It's was like yeah, yeah, how to pick up something and then access yeah. it from your inventory, and and then you have to rotate it. Like uh, you, you don't mm. just say, this is what I'm using. You had to spin it and actually lay it down in the right spot in order for it to work. Yeah, exactly. So, and I mean, it sounds like you hadn't played the pre, like these are two games. So it's a, it's a remastering of two games, right. Mm-hmm. That were out on the DS, I think in the Wii originally. And I mean, I haven't, I hadn't played them or really knew much about them. I'd heard of them. Like I recognize, I was thinking before the show, I used to work at a video shop. <laughs> that was like my first job. So I used to picture movies. If you said a movie that was out in like the 90s or whatever, um, I can picture it because I used to, I, even before that, I loved going to video shops as a kid. But And this game, for some reason, I can picture the cover. I don't know why. Maybe it was on the shelf. Maybe I just remembered it because it's kind of a cool cover with the girl's head. Um, yeah, but I never played it. So I had no idea what to expect either when I went <laughs> into the demo. And it's, I mean, it's a lovely looking title, I think it's, you know, and I love the way the story, and I don't know, you probably haven't got to this yet because you're only the one person, but once you start talking to other people, like the captain of the ship or your aunt, or there are other people you meet on the island once you get there, the way they kind of dissect the screen and show both characters and then the dialogue is on screen and it kind of moves around a bit like a comic book a little bit. It's really yeah, I, well I did done. get a bit of that when talking yeah. to Ant on the boat. Yeah, right. Yes, there you go. Yes, like that. Um, and yeah, I don't want to say who you meet on the island because I think that probably is a slight spoiler. But there's a mystery, and the two stories, like you mentioned, the two very tragic story beginnings. I think they they're going to intersect um, by the way that you meet somebody on the island. So it's interesting, and I think it's a mystery that I that I'm intrigued about now that I've played the demo and I haven't quite finished the demo but uh I'm certainly well into it and I've done probably three or four puzzles maybe four about four and yeah I'm quite enjoying my time with it I definitely recommend picking up the demo if listeners are interested just because it's it's a demo it's free it's only going to take I don't know how long the full demo is probably an hour or two so it's not super long and then you've got a good idea of whether you want to pick up the full game when it comes out in January so 
Yeah. I don't yeah. know and what, sorry. Yeah. It's a good idea for them to get a demo for this out because uh, like I mentioned, I've only been playing it for about 15, 20 minutes and mm. I am already into the story. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And you, as you mentioned, it, it's a very pretty game. The The graphics mm. are, well, they're, they're, they're very bright. They're not done kind of realistically. They're done sort of like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and visually it's it's compelling and the acting so far has been good too both uh, I've, I've played both english and japanese voice acting and it's it, a lot of times the, the american the english acting sort of puts me off a little bit because uh, sometimes they just don't hire the best people or it's not directed in a way that sits with me this one did mm-hmm. I, I liked her yeah i agree i think the voice acting is really well done I don't know if the original had voice acting or not, so I can't comment on that. I'm probably thinking it didn't, or at least not as much. I don't know, though. I don't know. That's, that's just a pure speculation on my part. Uh, but it is really good. So whether that's new as part of this recollection or whether it's transitioned across, I don't know. But, yeah, it is very good. Yeah, I thought the same thing about the visuals. It is kind of – it has a uh, kind of a cartoony quality to it without being a cartoon. Yeah. It's very much a mix of, yeah, semi-realism with a cartoony overlay kind of thing. But it works. It works really well. And it is bright. It's kind of got a pastely, like her clothes look like her hair's kind of white and she's kind of got pinkish, reddish hue to her jacket, I think. it's Yeah, it's neat. It's neat looking. Definitely recommend picking up the demo. And we'll see what the full game is like when that one comes out. In, uh, in January, it's not too far away. But I agree, it's a, it's 100% a good decision to put a demo like this out because uh, I didn't know anything about it, to be honest, apart from the, the front cover, like I said. And it is engaging. Like you do get pulled into the story because it's interesting. It's a mystery. She seems like a genuinely, I don't know, a good person that you care about. You know, it's easy to relate to her. She's, you know, a teenager who's going through some tragedy kind of thing. And you want to help her resolve that. So, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> agree to agree. Okay. Um, any other games that we're playing at the moment? I mean, I've just been playing things like uh, Vampire Survivors, like kind of games with, with family. So um, that sounds like an odd game to play with family, doesn't it? <laughs> it's such <laughs> a, <laughs> it's a, it's a good multiplayer game. I find it now that it's hard to play by myself because it is so hard. Like the goal of the game is to get to half an hour, like to survive for half an hour. I'm still yet to do that <laughs> as many times as I've played it. Uh, and you keep unlocking things and you can buy power-ups and you get new characters and stuff. And um, my nephew was over. So my son and my nephew and I played it the other night and we got to like 25 minutes and then there was just too many enemies and we both, we all died. Because when you die, you actually do respawn. It just takes about 30 seconds. But if you all die at once, then it's game over. So you kind of have to survive for 30 seconds with one less person shooting <laughs> the vampires. And it's really hard. It's really, really hard. Um, yeah. But we're so close. We're so close. We're five How far off. have you gotten? How many How many minutes? 25. That's probably 25. the record. That was the record. Oh, we might have. Mm, no, I think that's the record. We've, we've done 25-ish before. So we kind of matched that the other night. We've done a similar time previously. Yeah. It's really, it's, and it starts off and you're like, oh yeah, we've got some power-ups here. We're doing pretty well. It's like, oh, this is almost easy, but like, don't say that. Do not say that. <laughs> Do not jinx things <laughs> because uh, soon it gets very difficult. And you just, you have this, there's one power that I love, which is, uh, I think it's called the crucifix or something. I can't remember now, but it's essentially, <clears throat> excuse me, it eliminates every enemy on the screen all at once, which is terrific when you're in a bind and you're like, 
the swarms and you're like, I really need the thing. It's a timed thing. So it goes every, I think it starts off every minute it goes off. And then as you level it up, because you level up as you play, it comes more frequently. So eventually it's like 45 seconds, 30 seconds, that kind of thing. And so I'm looking at the clock because it's counting down at the top or counting up, I suppose. And I'm like, oh, I've got, you know, five more seconds until this happens, you know, just survive five more seconds and then everything disappears. But as soon as everything disappears, there's swarms more to take their place. So it's kind of a very brief respite. It's just, <laughs> but yeah, it is a very fun game. I enjoy it. I enjoy the stress of it <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm just playing games like that at the moment. What about you? Any other review titles or any other games that you're on into at the moment? I've, I've mostly pushed through my reviews. Um, I, I do need to pick a couple more up, um, but I, I think I was waiting because I wanted to see what comes through on Christmas um, so mm. I could get started on Sea of Stars. And we never reviewed that. So yeah. maybe I finally will. Maybe time that with the DLC so we have an excuse for our tardiness. True. Um, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm uh, still pushing through Persona Five Royal, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm deep into that game now. And and I will say it's it's set up like the Fire Emblem games. There's just something I really like about slowly building a team of characters, mm-hmm. um, and getting more people along the way, and meeting new people, and figuring out oh, this one's going to be joining me. This one's you know going to be an NPC. But and then when you bring them in and it, it improves your your I don't want to say army your your party of combatants, um, I've, I've always found that compelling. And I I think honestly that goes. I'm going to will I date myself here back to when I first was um, getting into anime and my first exposure curiously right. enough was Sailor Moon. Um, oh yeah, hey, I love Sailor Moon. <laughs> I would I would rather watch that in the morning before work than the news. So yeah. But as, as she was slowly building her army of combatants, her party of combatants, I found that to be one of the more compelling things was meeting mm. the character, that per- character discovering the powers and then becoming part of the team. Um, and that's very much an anime thing that I've seen used over and over. Yeah. It's a big part of Persona 5. Is, um, in fact, they even talk about that at the very beginning. Like there's this, I don't want to say an overseer, but there's a character who knows more about everybody than though they do about themselves. And right. is kind of saying, you know, you need to reach out and get your group larger. So that's part of it is, is, is that build. Um, mm. So a, the, the further I get into it and I, I don't think I've met everybody yet, but uh, uh, I, I'm enjoying that the combats down the, the daytime events now where you have to, um, go around and improve your skills and talk to people and improve your relationships and all these other things. It has a flow to it. And I, I mentioned all this because I talked about how the first time I didn't get into that flow and I eventually abandoned it. Now I'm into it mm-hmm. and, and having a better time with it. That's awesome. I love that aspect as well, the building of the teams. But one thing I, I always struggle with in games like Fire Emblem is when you have too many to take when you accumulate so many that you have to choose right eventually you can't take them all um i struggle with that because i don't like to leave people out and i'm just like oh that that guy's really good you know or whatever um eventually you just have to choose and do you stick with them do you swap them out and kind of power them all like level them all up type of thing or do you just stick with your main crew i don't know (laughs) yeah different games handle that different ways in fact well the original Fire Emblem games, I don't know if you played any of the earlier ones on like the uh, Game Boy. No, actually. But there were some characters that you could only get if too many other people had died. 
because the whole point was that you're not going to be able to save everybody. Some people are going to have to die and you're going to have to go on. That's, that's what permadeath is about unless you want to restart the level and play it again. So Mm -hmm. if you lost too many, they would have other characters you could meet to make sure that you're strong enough to continue through the game as opposed to having to start over or go back five or six levels. Hmm. Um, So they were serious about it. Yeah. There were, (laughs) if you kept everybody alive, you didn't get to meet everyone. Yeah. That's um, a cool they, mechanic. Yeah. yeah, they've since made it much easier. And, you know, now mm. you can play it and there is no permadeath. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah. But in this one, you can only fight with four people max and your party does grow larger than that. So you right. have to go into battle with certain people set up ahead of time. You can't just like swap them in and out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but everybody kind of levels up together. So nobody lags behind if you're not using that person very much. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Very cool. Well, yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying that because, yeah, you were looking forward to that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention a brief rumor, like I was going to say news, but it's really just a rumor. and it's But it's a fun discussion point, I think. And that is, and I just read this like half an hour before the show, that Illumination is pitching some kind of Avengers-style Smash Brothers mashup to Nintendo. And I, I have no idea if this is true, but this is what I've seen uh, on the rumor mill, on the on the interwebs. So the, the quote is, Illumination has prepared a pitch to present to Nintendo for a shared cinematic universe with multiple spin-offs that will culminate in a Smash Brothers movie as their Avengers. <laughs> um, thoughts? <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. I, um, I, so I'm, I'm assuming what, what, what they want to do here, again, if, if this is real, is Mario gets a movie and Link gets a movie, and Kirby gets a movie, Mm. and then maybe a sequel, and then they eventually all kind of mesh into one big thing? Yeah, that's what... So, okay, so when you say mashup, you're not talking about Avengers characters and Smash Brothers in the same movie. Oh, sorry, no. No, 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 no. No. Because that had me... He's like, no way. That That universe is complex enough. We don't need to bring a whole other universe into it. (laughs) Yeah. That just wouldn't work. <laughs> no, no, I did not mean that. Sorry, I meant like a, a mashup of Nintendo characters a la Smash Brothers. So, you know, like you said, Kirby, Link, Mario, etc., having their own movies, kind of like, you know, they did at the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Iron Man had a movie, Thor had a movie, Captain yeah. America had a movie, and then they all met and they became the Avengers. I assume it's like that. That's what it sounds like. It's... um. I don't know if they need to do another Avengers style thing. It's like, that's the template now, you know, DC tried it and failed miserably um, yeah. <laughs> with the justice league. Um, yeah. Marvel is now failing at it miserably. Yeah. yeah even they are struggling. So I, I don't know. It, it could work in an animated sense, I suppose. And probably a lot of people would be very excited to see, those characters together on screen. I don't know. I mean, Smash Brothers is still very popular. We mentioned that just recently as well on the, on the previous show. Um, yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't know how they could do it though, because Smash Brothers, I mean, there are how many characters are in it now? So mm-hmm. you'd have to toss a lot out. A lot of them couldn't get their own, mm-hmm. you know, movie. no one's going to care. Yeah. Uh, you know, to go see a Marth. Well, I'd go see a Marth movie. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, would, I just want course. that. I don't, <laughs> I don't need Smash Brothers. Just give me a Fire Emblem movie, Nintendo. Yeah. 
That would be cool, actually. Yeah, Maybe that's next um, on the agenda. It would be nice to see, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it would be nice to see or not. Maybe we don't need this. But, you know, Star Wars does the same thing. Disney does the same thing with Star Wars as it does with Marvel. You know, it shows you their plan. It's like their five-year plan or whatever, right? They've yeah. got, like, the Mandoverse now is a thing for the Mandalorian. Um, there's a new Ray movie, whatever. They've got their whole thing. This is the next five years of, of Disney Star Wars. This is the next five years of Disney's uh, Marvel universe. I think DC does the same thing where they're like, here's what's coming up in DC land. We've got, you know, Aquaman 2. And then I don't know what's after that because DC is a mess, but I think they're rebooting. But, um, you know, next thing you're going to see Nintendo or Illumination or both saying, here's what's happening in the next five to 10 years for Nintendo movies. We've got a Kirby movie in 2026. We've got a Link movie animated version in 2027. I don't know. I just can't see that happening. I think it's maybe too much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it it certainly seems like it is, but then I also look back at the the movies, the the animated movies that are coming out, and it, it's all sequels. So you know, mm. once they get a hold of a franchise, they just want to milk it to death. True. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I think they're they're even starting to talk about another a fifth Toy Story movie now. Um, really? Yeah, that's surprising. Well, is it? It's kind of surprising. I thought they were done. I love Toy Story, though. I would be happy and I would go and see it, to be honest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I did not know that. Um, and I know they're, they're talking about a Mario 2, right? That's yeah. I mean, that's got to be a thing that's happening. And I'd be happy for that to happen also. But whether they could pull off, I don't know if Kirby's popular enough, really, <laughs> to be honest, um, just to the same extent of Mario. But I mean, if they had... From the makers of Mario, here's another Nintendo character. Maybe yeah. you could leverage or just have that. Mario appear in it right away. Yeah. So you know it's a Kirby yeah. movie, then then it'll be Mario. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems like an awful lot of work, but you know, looking <laughs> back, you know, the Marvel MCU was was an awful lot of work, and you know, yeah. they, they successfully pulled that off up to uh, up mm-hmm. to Endgame. So yeah, it just okay, as well. soon as. As soon as Thanos was gone, it was kind of not the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say if they do it, I, I probably will not go see any of the movies. Too much, too big of a commitment. Yeah, <laughs> too many movies. I, I'll do that with Godzilla, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you've just got your one, and then people have to choose between, say, Marvel and Nintendo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or uh, Godzilla and Nintendo, and. You're not going to make that choice. You're going to stick with Godzilla. So. Yes. Yeah. Give me a Mothra movie. Give me a King Caesar movie and a, uh, uh, who else? Baragon movie. And then we'll bring them all into like a, our Avengers of the Godzilla universe. Yeah. Perfect. Well, how does King Kong feature into that? He's not from that universe, is he? Uh, well, he is. Yeah. He they, is? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, I don't even know how Toho got the rights to King Kong. I've never actually read that up. But there was uh, back in the 60s, a, a Godzilla versus King Kong movie. Oh, okay. Um, so it's made not in Japan. Yeah, okay. yeah. And now they're both in the same legendary universe. Um, oh, okay. So well, there you go. I learned something yep. new. <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah, so we'll see. I don't think it's going to amount to anything, but hey, maybe it will. I mean, there is some logic to it. I think, like I said, Smash Brothers is very popular. The Mario movie did very well. You know, you wouldn't have, probably, you wouldn't have things like Pac Man or Sonic in it, I imagine. I don't know what the rights are to those characters. Ah, but, that's true. Yeah, because they never agreed to any kind of cinematic use. It was all just for the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, I would love to see a Pikmin movie. I could see Olimar and, yeah. you know, the Pikmin. They would, that would be great. I'd see that. 
Well, they could minimize it too. I mean, aren't we getting a uh, a Metal Gear Solid movie? Oh, really? Oh, there you go. I I think maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. Is Um, that live action, (laughs) like Zelda? Maybe that was just. I don't know. Maybe it was a rumor. That's okay. You heard it here first, folks. It's going to be. I I definitely. I didn't make it up. I. I I don't know the validity (laughs) of 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 the source though. Yeah. Well, same with this illumination thing. Please don't take it Uh, seriously. It is with a grain of salt. It is a rumor. Have fun talking about it with your friends, but just don't expect it to actually happen. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, that was a fun discussion anyway. Um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, the games that we're looking forward to, I guess, in January at least. These are So, I mean, we don't know what 2024 is going to bring with us. We don't know whether it's going to be a Switch 2 or not, probably. But at the beginning of 2023, we only kind of had, uh, I guess, a six-month outlook of what was happening on the Switch even. So, you know, 2024, there are a lot of games here. There's Princess Peach, I think, in March. Um, there's a few other, there's a couple of other remakes like the Donkey Kong versus Mario one. Um, but there are four titles that we wanted to highlight in January at least. And some of them we've talked about before, some we haven't. Uh, so the first one is Prince of Persia, the Lost Crown, which is finally, we've been, feels like we've been waiting for this for a while because we first mentioned this, I don't even know, six, eight months yeah, ago. It was, right? it was early in <laughs> earlier into 2023 for sure. Yeah. And so it's coming out on January the 18th. Um, it's looking very good. I think, you know, you especially have a bit of a history with Prince of Persia, having played it since, was it the Mac? Some sort of Mac device you played it on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was clear back <laughs> on like the Mac SE, the old black and white Macintoshes we were playing Prince of Persia. Mm, yeah, exactly. So that's shaping up to be quite a big uh, title for January. And it's, you know, it's a new title. It's kind of, would you call it a reboot or a re not a reimagining? But it feels like a return to form for the series, right? It's like classic. Yeah, it, it looks scrolling. like it. Yeah, the the gameplay maybe may may harken back to uh, its its roots more than mm-hmm. some of the recent games have. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking forward to that one. Hopefully, we'll be able to review that one. I imagine we would try our best to get a review for that one happening because it is a fairly big title, fairly big release. Um, who's sorry? I should know this. Who's the developer behind Prince of Persia? Ubisoft. Ubisoft, yes, okay. So big, big company, big game. Um, you know, I had a, a small hands-on time with it back in October at PAX, and I enjoyed what I played. It's very, it looks, I mean, and this, I don't know what whether that was a demo or kind of a pre-release version that they would have even maybe made changes to since then because it was October. But it would played really well. It was very smooth. The animation was lovely. It was the combat was good. Uh, it had all those typical things where you had to jump over pits and things like that. Um, I enjoyed my my short time with it, <laughs> so we'll see what uh, what it brings in its final form. Um, did you have any kind of expectations or hopes before that hits us? <laughs> not yet, not yet. No. Um, uh, expectations are that I, I'm kind of looking forward to it because I love the way it looked when they first announced it. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I haven't followed it that closely since then. So as mm. we get closer to launch and they start releasing more info, I'll start digging in and seeing yeah. if it's going to align with what I, what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So I look forward to more news about that one come January. Uh, the next one is a bit of a random one, but this is, this is on the list and it's Turnip Boy robs a bank. And uh, I know Turnip Boy is... <laughs> A character who has had a game before at least one game 
do you know much about Tanner Boyd? I don't think I've I've heard of him. It sounds oh, like okay. a, uh, there was a a Tim Burton book I read once called The Melancholy <laughs> Death of Oyster Boy. So right. you know maybe a relative. Yeah, probably. It does sound a bit Burton esque, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, Burton he could do he could do a cinematic universe. I think uh, so. Uh, Tenet Boy, I thought I had played one of these games before. I feel like it's a platformer, but I'm seeing that Tenet Boy commits tax evasion <laughs> is a game, and now he's robbing a bank. So I'm not sure what he's up to oh, and why. But I do believe we reviewed uh, the tax evasion game at some point. And it's, you know, these are sort of games that do tend to review quite well. They're well-received critically. And it's a character who is a turnip, <laughs> since, hence the name Turnip Boy. And uh, he's obviously out to collect money and maybe the tax evasions didn't work and now he's robbing a bank. It seems like a bit of a tongue-in-cheek style uh, of gameplay uh, and humour, I guess, as well. But it is listed for January the 18th, which is the same day as Prince of Persia. So perhaps if the seriousness of an of a Prince of Persia outing doesn't work for you, perhaps the uh, humorous slash almost Burton-esque. I don't think it's I don't think it's Burton-esque actually. I think it's more cartoony than that. But uh, if that kind of resonates with <laughs> with players a bit more, you know, uh, Turnip Boy outing, then this is going to be your choice on that day, on January 18th. If you have to choose between the two, <laughs> you're either a Prince of Persia person or you're a Turnip Boy person, perhaps. <laughs> it's the whole uh, uh, Edward and whatever the guys was from Twilight Team Edward team. Was it yeah. Edward team? I don't know. I didn't, uh, I didn't see it. Edward and, um, oh, Jacob was the other one. Yes. Was it? All right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry for sorry for half baking a reference there. There's <laughs> okay. got to be a Simpsons thing that could have been done if Trevor had been here. Yeah, probably. I would rely on him for that. He's very good at that. Um, but it is a single player adventure involving bank robbing, dark web browsing. Apparently, it's got roguelite elements, and you know, it's an action adventure kind of game. So, I mean, it could be fun. We're gonna, you know, maybe once we hear more about it uh, in January, we'll. We'll be able to give a more firm opinion on it. But it's certainly an interesting sounding title. And, um, yeah, one that just by a title alone makes me curious. <laughs> so he seems like an anti-hero if he's robbing banks and doing tax evasion. Yeah. To me. Well, robbing banks, I mean, let's face it, that's that's probably the best crime you can commit, right? As yeah. long as you're, you're, you're maybe not armed and you're not hurting anybody in the process, then the banks are insured to cover that. So mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you do not take either that get the money or you end up in jail. You're fine either way. Just, <laughs> you know, don't do it violently. Yes, that's it. It's my advice to all Nintendo gamers, go rob a bank. <laughs> Disclaimer, do not go rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, the next one, which we've already spoken about, is another code recollection, which comes out on January 19th. So we're very excited to see what that will bring because we've, as we said, tried the demo and it looks really nice. I'm interested to hear other uh, Pure Nintendo um, team members' opinions as well because I don't know if Trev's had a chance to play the demo, but I know Justin was excited about the game when it was first announced. I think he must have played either the DS or the Wii version or both. So I know he was looking forward to it. So we'll see how that fares on January 19th. So, yeah, if you can turn around Prince of Persia and turn a boy on January the 18th, then on January 19th you can get another code recollection. <laughs> so busy couple of days there. 
Um, and then the fourth one is one that you briefly mentioned earlier, which is Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy, which comes out on January the 25th. So this is another collection of three titles. And you mentioned a collection that's already out, uh, which was called, what? remind me what that was called. That was the Ace Attorney Chronicles. Right. And yeah, do Apollo you... Justice, yeah. Sorry? Yeah. No, no, that's it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, so I have to admit, I've never played an Ace Attorney game and they're good, right? Have you played them? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. In fact, um, I was, I was looking to see which games are included in this particular collection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the Ace Attorneys, whether you're playing as Apollo Justice or Phoenix, right? Um, I think there were even some for Miles Edgeworth, who was a, a villain. He was the prosecutor, um, in, in some of the games, uh, Oh, cool. Fantastic games. They're so much fun to play. Um, they, they're funny. Um, they're very engaging. The, the, the crimes are just absolutely bonkers and <laughs> with right. over the top drama, um, right down to the poses. Like they, they, everybody has these little mannerisms that they do and you'll see them repeated <laughs> a lot, but they're, they're so dramatic. Yeah. Um, like smashing wine glasses. Uh, a, one of the characters, <laughs> right. every time he makes a point, he'll throw a glass of wine up against the wall or a bottle of wine, maybe. Oh, really? Um, he'll okay. do this 50, 60 times in, in one thing <laughs> where he got all these bottles. Um, cool. Yeah, but they're so much fun. Um, and the whole point is you're, you're investigating crimes and then you're, you're um, defending the people who are uh, accused of, of making the crimes and you have to put together the evidence and, and make objections at the right time. Um, it, it can be pretty stressful uh, because if you <laughs> if you get things wrong too much, you lose the case, and then you have to go back and start from a previous save um, oh, for another right. point. Mm-hmm. But so you, you do have to pay attention. But they're they're mm. a lot of fun and great to play with multiple people. Um, when I first oh, started yeah. playing them on the Switch and my kids were young, we would select different characters and we would read their lines and act them out in front oh, cool. of the TV. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. It was. I used it as an educational tool to get my kids to read more, because um, nice. none of the none of the uh, uh, dialogue is acted. You're, they they do have cutscenes. Um, those mm-hmm. are acted, but most mostly you're just reading along. Oh, that's cool. I don't can't believe I've never played this before. It sounds really fun. <laughs> I just picture is it Phoenix Wright maybe who dramatically points towards the screen is that his objection like objection (laughs) that's what i'm picturing in my head (laughs) yeah and and apollo does that too but and then they also have uh secondary characters who serve certain things so you're you're not just playing as the defender um like there's uh in these games there's a character named athena sykes and she has she's like a psychic obviously um Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) right by the oh that's yeah a lot of the names like (laughs) Uh, it's so full of, I, I hate to say puns because I don't like puns, but they're so clever in this mm-hmm. with uh, the, the way they, they construct people's names to mean something more than, than, you know, just, just being what the person goes by. Um, yeah. So. It sounds like a fun series to work on actually, like being a creative person behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. and it's often laugh out loud funny. Um, but like I said, but the main thing is that the crimes when you're solving um, or when you're in the courtroom doing it, the gameplay is also a lot of fun, even without mm-hmm. the comedy and without these crazy characters. Um, it's very engaging. Although 
if I do have to make a complaint about the series, there are often times where you are so far ahead of what they want you to get to that you just want to present a piece of evidence that you uh, know is right, but mm-hmm. you haven't reached a point in the story where you're allowed to present that. So even mm-hmm. if you know what you've got to do, you still have to get to the point where you can do it. And and yeah, that okay. does uh, start to get a little annoying after a bit, but not it doesn't harm the, the gameplay experience at all. Mm-hmm. So is the games, is it a series of court cases and then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many? And they will, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll tie together. Like you may not see it at first. Um, the first one may be completely separate from the second. And then the third may seem like it has nothing to do, but then things start looping back and you find out that this character may play a bigger part. Um, you know, this, someone you defended in the first one may actually end up being a villain. And although they didn't commit that crime, they're guilty mm. of something else. So then allegiances switch and um, <laughs> okay. yeah, so everything does tie together. Is it the sort of game where you would write down notes on a notepad next to you to remember stuff or not really? I haven't because they're pretty good at keeping things right in front of you. Okay. Um, you can access inventory and look at evidence all you want. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you, you kind of always have it there. Although it might be a good idea to do it because there are times when I was playing with my kids where one of us would miss something, but the other would pick it up. And then mm. we'd be able to push through because someone was paying better attention. You know, if I had notes, <laughs> yeah. maybe I would have remembered that, uh, mm. you know, this character said this or this piece of evidence was burnt on the back and I forgot. Yeah. Okay. And just, uh, sorry, I have so many questions, but one more question. Uh, wh- how long is a court case generally? Like, is that a 10, 20, half an hour situation? Oh, no, they are, they're, they're much longer. They will, like most of them within the story, take place over a few days. Um, so you uh. will first go look at the evidence of the crime, and then you meet the the person you're defending, and then you go into court and you uh, battle for okay. a while, and then you, they open up another crime scene. So then you stop and you move on. Like So the first one's very quick, and then after that, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. So okay. Um, yeah, it's not just the courtroom. It's actually collecting evidence and interviewing people, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Yes, interviews. Um, and then of course there are a lot of scenes where it's just moving story along and you're doing nothing except, uh, they, they do often call these visual novels because there's a lot mm-hmm. of story, um, where you're just learning about characters either in your group or in the particular court case. And of course, um, the big overarching story, you need to push that along too. So there are a lot of points where you're just reading. Um, but again, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. It's very fun reading. Very cool. Is it Capcom? Do they make these? Yep. Games? Yeah, thought so. Cool. Awesome. Well, you've convinced me. I don't know why I haven't played it before. I just haven't. Well, if <laughs> we get the review, we'll make sure you get the code so you have a reason to try it out. Yeah, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Sounds good. I look forward to it. Um, and just to close that uh, loop off, it does come out on January the 25th, if I didn't mention that already. So the week after the other two, three, sorry, and um, rounding out January's kind of top releases. So something to look forward to and if you're like me and haven't tried them before so the ace attorney trilogy featuring apollo justice must be like the second trilogy or something is that right like is that how it works yeah this one yeah. although these games i think the 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 ace attorney chronicles that came out before this i had never played before and they didn't really tell although a lot of the characters are the same it's not mm-hmm. like you needed to know what happened in order to get into this they may have made some references mm-hmm. um I know Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Dual Destinies, and Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice, uh, two of the three games in this. 
were 3DS games, I believe. Um, the DLC is coming out with them too. So there are a lot of cases. There are like 16 episodes and each episode is a completely separate case. So there's a lot to play through here. Um, yeah. You don't need to have played any of the others. Uh, you will just need to kind of be reintroduced to the characters. And the game does a pretty good job of doing that. Mm. Awesome. Um, but it's it will be a big game. I would be surprised with that many cases um, if it would be finishable within 50 to 60 hours. Wow. That's a lot of content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you for that excellent wrap of uh, Ace Attorney Trilogy or Ace Attorney games in general. Appreciate that. And that sort of brings us to the end of the show, really. Did you have anything else you wanted to highlight before we close off? Oh, no. Uh, It's funny because looking at this at uh, at, at the beginning when I was looking at what our subjects were going to be, Mm -hmm. I was thinking, well, there's really not a lot, you know, exciting coming down the road. But now that I've talked about these sales and these games, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to them now. Nice. Yeah, me too. And I hope listeners feel the same way. Um, thank you for listening. And I wanted to say thank you for listening all year. This is episode 42. So we've done 42 episodes this year. And if you've stuck with us the whole way through, thank you. If you're a new listener, thank you as well. We will have one more episode um, for the year, which is going to be our Game of the Year episode, which will come out uh, next week. Actually, that might not even be this year then. It might be the new year by then. But <laughs> it'll be somewhat towards the end of the year. And that will be our We're, we're look- fair then. We're, <laughs> yeah. Who knows what game is going to come out on December 28th that's going to be our number one game. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, look forward to that. It's going to be a special episode um, where we talk about games of the year. We'll go through each and every one of them. And then uh, we'll be back for more fun in January. But, yes, until next time, thank you very much for listening Head on over to patreon.com slash pure Nintendo if you want to support us and get yourself a hard copy magazine in January as well. And uh, please don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for your support through the year, though. Thank you, Kirk, for joining me this year. It's been a fun year, honestly. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm looking back. I I'm, I'm didn't do it initially, and I'm glad I started because it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> it is. It's great fun. And thank you to Trev, who's not here this week, but who has been with us many weeks, and Justin and Katie as well for joining us along the way. Uh, It's always a fun time talking with all of you. So thank you very much. So until next week, game on, everybody. Bye.